0: Episode number 835 A Radical Shift to Greater Success.
1: You're listening to the official BNI podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official B&I podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California, and I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the chief visionary officer of B&I, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you, and where are you? I
1: don't tell anybody, okay? (laughs) I'm on vacation in Spain Uh, this week. Oh, wow. So this is a secret. We, we can't share it.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. My lips
1: are sealed. All right, good. All right. Don't tell anybody. Um, yeah, we just had the Madrid Convention, which is uh, the international conventions are always amazing. But this week, I'm, I'm taking some time off with my fiance and, um in Spain.
0: Mm, sounds wonderful.
1: Yeah. So today,
0: we're going to talk about uh,
1: some content from a new book that came out last month. The book is called The Third Paradigm, and the subtitle is A Radical Shift to Greater Success. And so I'm going to talk about some material from the first chapter that kind of outlines what The Third Paradigm is. And and then in some future podcasts, I'm going to talk more about this content because I think this is really powerful content for business people. It's it, it, in some ways, it's about networking, but in many ways, it's really about building a successful business if you have a team of people that you're working with. So um, let's just jump in uh, and talk about the three paradigms. And it, it begins with this idea that negativity is sort of the norm in business. And, but we, the, the co-authors of this book, Believe that there's hope, that there's an answer, and it starts with focusing on solutions. You've heard me say this a lot. When people focus on problems, they become world-class experts on the problem, but when they focus on solutions, they can become world-class experts on the solution. And we believe the solution uh, is, is focusing on a concept called co-creation. Uh, so the first paradigm of business is the era of competition. And this paradigm was formulated within the framework of the laws of production by early pioneers of business thinking, um, people like Frederick Taylor, uh, the Gilbreths, uh, Max Weber, and others who focused on workflow, economic efficiency, labor productivity, basically scientific management. And the first paradigm was so focused on productivity and competition that it failed to account for the needs of people in the workforce. And competition was about gaining something by defeating your rivals or establishing superiority over them. And by the way, the first paradigm is still alive in many ways in business, but, but we've gone beyond that. Um, it, it, the first paradigm is about having a winner and a loser and, and the impact that this had on individuals was generally minimized. The second paradigm is the era of cooperation. And this paradigm evolved over time as people learned that a strictly production-oriented approach didn't take into account the interaction of the people involved in the process. I know that sounds crazy today in the 2020s, but the truth is that prior to the second paradigm, people just weren't that important in the business world. The focus on acting together for sort of a common purpose started to evolve in the 1960s. And around that time, MIT management professor Douglas McGregor published his work called The Human Side of Enterprise, which introduced the concepts of theory X and theory Y. I know I'm getting a little technical, but this is really, it's important. And this is some of the work that I did in my doctoral degree. Um, and, and his framework really highlights the motivating role of job satisfaction and argues that people can do their work without constant direct supervision and that people are important in the process, which again, today we look at it and it's like, well, yeah, isn't that obvious? People are important and job satisfaction is critical. But back then, it was considered um, anything but mainstream. I studied under Warren Bennis. At the University of Southern California, who I've talked about a few times in the podcast, and he was a colleague of McGregor uh, at the MIT School of Management when this came out, this Theory X Theory Y, and they would get bomb threats. Seriously, he told me personally they would get bomb threats because this was such a, a, a crazy idea. Um, that you know, people didn't didn't like this concept that. The people were important. It's really about the business or the productivity. And I know it's crazy, but that was the past. Um, obviously, today's organizations are much more collaborative. The old command and control methods have largely been replaced by more openness and transparency uh, than we saw during the first paradigm. The second paradigm is about cooperation. And we see that with um, uh, things like the concept of MBO uh, where uh, your management by objective where uh, you you brought people into the decision-making process. That leads us to the third paradigm, which is what my book is about. And that's where the radical shift to greater success is. And the third paradigm is about the era of co-creation. And this concept begins where cooperation leaves off. Uh, The difference between cooperation and co-creation is the difference between working together and creating together. You may collaborate on a project, but you co-create products and services, and co-creation is a significant step beyond cooperation. And I think most people would recognize the concept of co-creation with the term crowdsourcing. Crowdsourcing has become a critical tool for engagement. Waze, the navigation app used by millions of people, is a good example of this concept of crowdsourcing. And the widespread application of this digital technology has made customer empowerment a must, and crowdsourcing products and services such as Waze uh, are used by millions of people worldwide. Um, people tend to genuinely care about what they create. And the reason that I did this book, the third paradigm is that throughout the book, we talk about the many different companies that actively employ, employ co-creation I, being one of them. And we include interviews and surveys that we've done with people who've experienced the co-creative process. Um, and we have some really hard data about the main benefits and drawbacks. They're both important. The benefits of co-creation and the drawbacks of co-creation. We surveyed over 4,200 people from around the world. And many of the strategies incorporated in the third paradigm are based on those survey responses. Uh, and in, in addition, we've integrated uh, our experience and our, our, our theories, our philosophies, along with various interviews that I mentioned. and. Um, and we've integrated this all into the book. Uh, and one of the most interesting pieces of it is running throughout the book uh, is a story based on a true experience. Now, here's another secret, Priscilla, and you can't share it with anyone, right?
0: <laughs> Absolutely, I won't.
1: All right. The story in the book that we talk about is an online platform being created by a gentleman um, by the name of Richard. Uh And um, it's a true story. And we tell the story that Richard had in the creation of this online platform and how it started with competition and why it was competitive and how he realized that that was a mistake and then evolved into cooperation and how that was a failure and how he finally came to the point of recognizing that this had to be done through co-creation, that that people had to work together to actually create it together. And it's a true story. Um, and in the last chapter of the book, well, first of all, that story is integrated into every chapter. it's it's interwoven into every chapter. So we've got you know these these ideas on what co-creation is. We've got the data about what works, what doesn't work in co-creation. and for those of you listening to this, If you have teams, you want to create co-creative teams. And and it has the data as to what to do that will make it work and what won't work. And I'll talk about some of the data in future podcasts. And then, of course, uh, um, the story is interwoven throughout. And at the end, very unique concept with a book. We do, Priscilla, um, instead of a summary chapter, we have the publisher interview us. Really? Yeah. And it's an interview. That's the summary chapter. And the publisher asked a series of questions. Uh huh. And one of the questions that was asked was, "Was the story of Richard a true story?" Mm-hmm. And one of my co-authors said, "Yes, it is a true story." And the other co-author said, uh, "It is a true story, and it happens to be a true story about one of the co-authors." Mm. But we don't see. Who that co-author is, and we don't um, talk about that until the very, very end of the book. So here's the secret part, okay? And this is the part that's just got to stay between us. <laughs> okay. The online platform was I Oh. Richard is my middle name.
0: Oh.
1: So although we never really. We do talk about BNI in the book, of course. I wouldn't do a book that doesn't talk about BNI to some extent. BNI has been a co creative organization from the beginning, starting with the, the board of advisors of BNI in 1986. So, co creation has been an important part of our process. Um, but we don't say in the book uh, that the story is about us, about me and BNI, because we want people to read the story for what it is, to not just look at it and go, oh, this is just a story about one of the co authors. And, um, and so I'm giving you, I'm giving you um, sort of a, a behind-the-scenes look uh, of, of uh, something that we don't completely um, say in the book. And so for those of you that are at all interested in this concept of co-creation, pick up a copy of the book and you can read it knowing the truth of what you're reading, the full story of what you're reading.
0: So you don't divulge that it, it's actually you in the book at all?
1: No, not at all. We just say it's one of the co-authors.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Well, that's
1: that's it for today. There'll be a link to the book here in this podcast. And uh, I would love to have people take a look at the book. It's, it's a powerful book that will help you create better teams in your organization. And um, take a look at it and recommend it to others if you like it. Thanks, Priscilla.
0: Okay, perfect. Thank you so much for all the great and secret information. This podcast is sponsored by MeisnerAudioPrograms.com. These audio programs will provide you with the tools and the inspiration to powerfully enhance your BNI experience. So check out the great material that's available to you at MeisnerAudioPrograms.com. And then use the promo code IVAN50 for 50% off of everything. All of the proceeds go to the b and Foundation. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast.